Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome guys to this week's episode of Heavy Metal Tones with me, your podcast host, Tony Evans. Now, obviously, you know what this is about this week. You've clicked on the link, you've looked at the words, and you know that it's a look at Crypto's new album, Shades of Sorrow. I'm very excited about this particular uh, review and this particular album because they're one of my favourite bands of the current modern era and uh, a really exciting and interesting um, future of the black metal uh, subgenre. I think they are really are the sort of leading lights in this, in this, in this particular part of the uh, of the landscape of music we listen to. But um, before we get started, I'm just going to say that a little trigger warning. That not not that we will say anything really bad, but there are going to be um, darker subjects talking about uh, that we're going to talk about later on in the, in the show. Uh, the album itself is what it's is what it's about. That's what it's about. Um, it might get some people make them feel a bit um, a little bit upset. If that's the case, please stop now, um, and we'll talk to you next episode. Otherwise, as I said, keep listening. It isn't. Uh, I'm not going to say anything really bad, but just in case, I don't want to give anyone um, bring anyone down because it's quite heavy subject that, that we're about to talk about. Anyway, so Crypta, Crypta, Crypta. So they're from Sao Paulo, Sao Paulo in Brazil. They are originally uh, parts of a couple of different bands. And now I did a, I did a whole review on their first album, Echoes of the Soul, way back in the beginning of the show's history. Go back there and have a listen. Uh, we'll give you more in-depth information. But um, since that review, we, the band has lost its guitarist um, and now is moving into, has got a new one. Okay, so... It, uh, it were interesting times for the band ahead. Interesting times for the band ahead. So they so Sonia Anubis uh, left the band, um, and the new new uh, guitarist came in. Uh, originally was um, just touring and then started recording with them. Uh, Jessica Di Felici. Um, I do encourage you to go over to Metal Roo's, um 
website and read my review that I wrote for it or go to my Facebook page. There's a link there to it. Otherwise, I might put a link in it into the show notes below if I can remember. Um, anyway, so the members of the band, you've got Fernanda Lira on bass and vocals. The, the force is Fernanda. You've got Luana Demito on drums, uh, Tanya Bergamashi on guitar, and Jessica DeFelici on guitar. Uh, it is... They are truly one of my, probably the my favourite, as I just mentioned there, of all the black metal modern black metal bands. Um, oh, oh, excuse me. I have got a new mic on its way. Oh, oh, bloody thing. I'm so sorry about that, guys. Um, I think it's the cable, but you never know, right? Every time I look at it, it wants to annoy me. Anyway. <clears throat> Let me get my mic. I'm going to be my mic. If it buzzes, I apologise. Okay. Right. So, what have I written here? Now, you're going to have to bear with me. I've written a lot of notes. I reckon I've taken about 20, 30 pages worth of notes on this particular album. Uh, it, it's a quite a long album. Uh, re The running time. It's 50 minutes and 50 seconds. It's quite meaty. Um, it uh, was released on the 4th of August, 2023. You know, just not that long ago, if you listen to this now, in the future was some time ago, wasn't it? Of course. Um, now, the tracks on it go Intro, Aftermath, uh, Dark Clouds, poison, Poisonous Apathy, The Outsider, Stronghold, The Other Side of Anger, Limbo, Trial of Traitors, Lullaby for the Forsaken, Agents of Chaos, Lift the Blindfold, Lord of Ruins, and The Closure. Now, before we even begin on uh, uh, sort of track by track which is where I want to go with this album it's very it is a very dark album now black metal itself uh, tends to you know live on those liminal boundaries between um, you know reality and madness in some respect that it's dark very dark or just like you know it's, it's quite a heavy um genre lyrically and musically more so musically than lyrically a lot of the time a lot of the time um black metal itself tends to be very uh, i've got to be careful because i don't want to offend any people who love black because i love black metal but it can sometimes be a little bit too silly uh, in that respect that it's all you know about demons and monsters and um and hell and and anger uh, and, and the darker side of life, okay? Because this is why it's black metal, right? You know, you know the image. You know the black and white corpse paint, the spiky nails on the wristbands, the the um, the incredibly thin, tight black, you know, leather gear, um, and lots of sort of demented screaming and and and, and sort of um, tritone, uh, fast tremolo picking, which is wonderful. Absolutely love it. Um, and also as a sort of cold Nordic, usually you feel, I feel that black metal is called sort of sits around that sort of wind swept tundra, nor, black, you know, Norway, Finland, Denmark, some parts of Germany, you know, the colder parts, Iceland, Greenland, all those sort of areas. Um, and I have done whole episodes on this. So go back and have a listen. Um, but, but the difference is with these women from Sao Paulo, Brazil, and of course, Brazil do some amazing black metal as well, of course. But uh, when they, when you listen to this album, it doesn't, it like Salt Echoes of the Soul. It's so much more to it. it, it this isn't, this isn't, this is an educated and 
um, interesting trip through, I would say, a, a breakdown, uh, a mental introspective breakdown, almost, I think. Um, you know, I'm not saying that, they, that any of them have mental in issues, but again, all of us are sadly, at some time or another in our lives, are touched by this issue, um, this sort of modern disease. But this seems to be, when I listen to the lyric, because the music itself, uh, I'm going to talk about the music, I really am, uh, that's what you come here for, of course, but the music itself is very basically them. If you listen to Echoes of the Soul and then listen to this album, it doesn't change much musically. They have this thing what I call the crypto bounce, a bit like, like the Iron Maiden gallop. It has this sort of movement within the music that's um, more upbeat than actually it lyrically lets you into, right? Um, it has, of course, a traditional, as I said, the, the, you know, the tremolo picking, the beautiful, I mean, I have to say this is a beautifully mixed album. It is a the the separation on this. I'm I'm waiting for my vinyl to arrive. I haven't got it yet. Um, it's in, on its way, uh, but uh, the separation on it is just gorgeous. Um, you know, uh, Luana's drum on it, like the cymbal work. I've always I've told you before about drumming and how much I really listen to the drums as part of one of the things in an album that I really sort of hook into. And if it's muddy, a lot of times with black metal, the mix is muddy. It's very DIY, and that's fine. But it, it, this really is clean. This, this, the the brutality in Lana's drumming, and the sensitivity in her cymbal work, um, is just divine. And the way that she then, um, also you know coalesces with Fernandina's uh, uh, Fernanda's bass line, which is also, you know, I mean. Singing is hard enough. Singing and playing bass is even harder, I think. I mean, I have to tell you, I admire anyone that plays an instrument and sings, but playing bass and singing at the same time, yeah. And people think bass is an easy instrument. Um, they have not tried doing both at the same time or at the kind of speed that uh, Fernanda is playing at. And with the kind of vocal range that she pushes out. Of course, again, sonically, it's going to be the same as Echoes. The vocals that uh, she puts out is definitely a black metal vocals, that screaming, growly. Um, you can hear the lyric. You can hear it. It's spat out with such vitriol, but you can hear it. Um, and it's not for everyone. And I've said that before. If you find this kind of vocal hard to listen to, then don't, don't you know, either, you know, give yourself an effort and try it um, and imagine that the vocals are another instrument and, and then you can just imagine it's a, an instrumental album. Or you... See beyond your own bound, your your own um, limitations, and see the beauty within the cruelty and, and coldness of this vocal. And you're going to get that when you understand what each song. Well, again, what I think each song means. Everyone's interpretation is going to be different, of course. Mine, I'd be. I have to say, I've been a little bit esoteric in my review of this album, of my thinking of the lyrics of this album. Um, because I like sometimes to intellectualise my art and this album, once listened through once, I've listened to it many times now since its release, um, it really jumped out and told me something and it felt so dramatically different. I mean, I've been listening to Black Metal since I first came across Venom back in 1987, 88. And so I've heard it all you know um well i think i have anyway and these girls came out 
women came out, I should say. And uh, really, for me, changed the whole landscape of, 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 of extreme metal. It really, if people think Venom um, were the instigators, and they truly are, of course, and then Mayhem and Burzum um, move forward from there, I think, and truly, these ladies are taking it to a different level. Now, it might be kind of, you might not like this kind of black metal. It might be, it might be too much for you. You might think it's a little bit too clean, too nice, too um, intellectual. You might think it's, why do I want four or five time changes in my in my music? I just want it to brute to brute brute force out of my speakers. And and if that's the case, great. But you know what? Why don't we try and grow ourselves a bit and have a listen? That's what I'm going to say. You know, if I'd been around since 2019, I mean, it'd been other bands. Obviously, Nervosa. I think uh, Fernanda and Luana were in Nervosa, a well-known, and still playing um female uh black metal band from uh, south america but anyway that's sort of how i'm feeling about this album now i made some notes here what do i say okay um i think it's i wrote here thematically it seems to me to be as um dark and as emotional roller coaster of any album i've ever had a listen to um jumping straight into the sort of lyric that i've never had the privilege of hearing um, very similar to what I thought Echoes of the Soul was uh, that came out in 2019 but I think this is it goes extends more and goes beyond there I think that um, if if the whoever wrote the lyric and I think it is Fernando wrote the lyric um, it really opens her soul here uh, it there's no there's no hiding behind uh, monsters and and demons and and portals to hell and all that sort of nonsense uh not that it's nonsense but you know what i mean i do actually believe in all that stuff but i mean uh you know nordic uh you know gods and so forth um it just it's um yeah it clever album anyway very clever album let me just i hit my boom 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 sorry these new settings on my laptop and it keeps doing weird things so it is an interesting album because it's it's not a fall to the foot to the floor um uh, momentum as soon as you go kind of album it has a interlude a prelude sorry a prelude and a, an interlude and um outro that really just they're only short 40 second pieces um but they really take you away from they give you time to get your breath back and they give you time to, even in that short period of time, to think um, and it adds atmosphere, which is, again, something that black metal does very well. Um, you know, a lot of times you've got, you know, lots of sort of screeching and owls and and, and uh, wind and rain and all that sort of stuff that they're trying to produce. But this particular album does it sonically with music. No need for silly trickery on this particular album, okay? Um, there's one little bit as we come into the album that it's theatrical but apart from that it's thematically the music itself starts very quietly very beautiful it would it draws you in um very much the way that um king diamond used to do it you know uh, i think a very similar kind of thing very operatic uh, it does show you the girls i keep saying girls the women's um this band doesn't matter if they're women or men, but you know what I mean. This band's 
um, musical ability. It really does because it doesn't just come out and go, you know, brum, straight away off out, out out the gun. It it builds and it has some beautiful pieces of music that if you took the if you took the vocal off, you'd happily sit there and listen to it um, instrumentally. And I think that's a, that's always a win. I think that's a show a show of uh, of of a really clever and strong um, album. You know, it's dynamic. I keep writing. I wrote things like that on there. You know. Uh, it, yeah, and again, the the so the themes that we're going to talk about, just so you know, coming to the second side of this program, there's it does cover things like mental health. It covers uh, abuse, I think, but I don't. I mean, again, this is darkness. I'm I'm not trying to. I don't want to. I don't want to soap. I don't want to soap it up and make it clean. I think this is what the this is what the album said to me when I listened to it. Because what I tend to do, guys, I'll just give you a little bit of insight to me. So you might see on TikTok if you go to my TikTok page, um, or see me on TikTok that I I use a, a notebook, a plain paper notebook, and I sit down. I put my noise cancelling headphones on. I put the music on, and I scribble away. I just scribble and scribble and scribble and scribble. I might look at the lyric. Um, and then I might make notes. I might um, try and interpret the lyric how it is. And some sometimes, as I said, it, I mean, I am myself. Um, as is a this is a bit of insight into my life. I'm going through a very dark time at the moment with my father's um, physical health, uh, being so far away in England and me being in Australia. Uh, so I have had, um, as Douglas Adams put the app, you know, aptly put it, the dark tea time of the soul. Um, and so maybe because that is happening, when I listen to this lyric, this is what I'm getting from it. Who knows? You know, is it a? Does, I mean, I don't know. Reach out and tell me. Do you listen to music and does the lyric change depending on your mood? Have you listened to one song and gone, "Well, that's quite dark." Listen to it again and, and you haven't felt that. Um, you know, as a side note, it's very like energies within rooms and buildings. I've um, don't want to sound all weird to you guys but I'm sure you know how weird I am um, I tend to feel people's room energies so um, I have since I was a young child it was my mother's gift to me I think because she was psychic and it, it sort of comes to me I'll go into a room or I'll go into a building and I can feel it negative positive either way and I don't know whether that's the same with um, music so also you know I've been in the same building once felt the negative energy gone back again didn't feel it again now, was it because my day changed, my mood was different, um, I had a different month? Who knows? I don't know. Uh, but I think this is, I'm, again, I told you I was going to get a bit esoteric on, on, your, on your ass. Um, this is what I'm thinking, the reason why I'm getting this through here. Now, when I go over the lyrics in some of the songs on the second side of the show, after the break, I'm not going to go for every lyric of every song because it'd be too much. I'm just going to pull out snippets of the lyric um, that sort of jumped out at me, and I'll also talk about the music, obviously, um, and its flow. Anyway, there's going to be a lot longer to talk about on the second side, so I'm going to go and um, refresh my tea um, in my lovely big mug here, um, get my notes ready. Now, I do apologise again in advance. If you hear me flicking through paper or I knock the mic and it buzzes or whatever I'm in a bit of a tight spot and reading notes and this mic way it's set up at the moment because it's a an older mic I have to set it quite close to me 
Um, the new one I've ordered um, has a better dynamic, so I can sit it further away, which will be better. But right now, so if I do make those fudgies, you know that, you know who I am. I'm not going to edit it. It is who it is. Anyway, um, I'm about to go and do the tea. Talk to you on the other side, guys, when we're going to, oh, see, we're going to talk about um, track by track for this amazing new album by Crypta, Shades of Sorrow. Talk to you soon. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome back, guys, to part two of the show, the run track by track for Crypto's amazing new album, Shades of Sorrow. Uh, before we get into that, uh, on a lighter note and a more interesting note for me, um, I, as I said last week, you now find me, my episodes on YouTube. I have a channel, Heavy Metal Tones. Please come and find it and subscribe. Um, I'm just basically going through, as we speak, putting all the uh, old episodes on there. It takes a little while because I can do about only about six or seven a day. And I've got, you know, over 120 episodes. Uh, each episode, this as it gets released on Spotify, iTunes, all the all the platforms you want to listen to, it will now get directly onto, uh, onto YouTube. 
Um, I'm just trying to reach a bigger audience uh, and, and a bit more um, touch points. I'd love it if you are regular listeners to the show, go over there and just subscribe to the channel. It, you don't have to watch them there, but it just helps with me if you subscribe. The more subscribers I get, the better for me um, in the long run, uh, financially and um, just just in reach of the program. Anyway, that's more enough of my shameless self-promotion. Uh, we're going to move on to the album itself now. All right. As I said, bear with me on this because lots of notes, lots of ruffling of paper might hit the mic. Um, here we go. Now, as I said, we open up with the intro, which is Aftermath. That's a 40-second beautiful piece of music. Itself on its own is really lovely. It eases you in. It's a nice... Oh, where am I coming for? Almost like opening the door to go on your journey and it's sunshiny, right? But then suddenly, bang, the dark clouds. And that's what it's called. The first track, Dark Clouds, rolls over. Um, it, you feel the impending closeness of the storm uh, in this anguish. It's, ca it's claustrophobic. It uses images of the, by crypto that they've used before, Um in a very deep and soul-searching place. It's like a, it has nightmarish tones. It's quite agonizing in the vocals. Um, it's very effective, very sad. Uh, I felt very, I've, written, written, I've written a note here. This is what I told you. When I write quickly, I just wrote, feeling sad. Um, feel that this one's um, going to be quite a mental journey. That's what I wrote on here. Um, and I'll give you... I'll give you a, a little brief snippet of the lyric, of some of the lyric for it, okay? Now, it starts off with Fernanda doing that beautiful growl in from the high notes to the low note, bringing her voice down into that sort of um, cryptic, crypt-like, cryptkeeper-like uh, tones. And the lyric itself is, is okay here, okay? Chills down my spine, can you sense the storm is coming? Chills down my spine, I can't stop the storm coming. This invisible enemy is creeping in, darkness deadly surrounding me, impending doom drawing near and near, powerless before the cycles of the suffering, claustrophobic walls closing in. Weight on my chest, the air feels thin, distress, numb hands, paralyzing. Now, as I said, I'm not going to go for every lyric. You can straight away see where we are right from the beginning of this album. That so on its own, saying this, chills on my spine can't stop the storm coming. The invisible enemy is creeping in. So this feels to me like, as it says, the storm clouds are coming, right? Um, the depression is, is, is hitting over, the sadness, the, the darkness in this person's life. Well, the character, I'm going to choose this to say this album is quite progressive. Now, I know I use the prog word a lot on this channel, uh, on this program, but I think it genuinely is. I think it's quite proggy, and it's proggy for a reason. Okay, it has, it, it, as I said before, it's a, it's it's different to everything else in the genre. So therefore, to me, it's quite progressive. Um, progressive doesn't have to be lots of noodling keyboards. You know that progressive just means different to something else in the same genre, but moving the genre forward and creating something different. And this is what it's doing here. So this is quite proggy in that respect. That it's a character. I feel it's a character. When I listen to it, I feel that we are treated to the journey of this person's, I said, leaving the home, leaving the house on their journey, and this is where it starts. Um, again, it, it's, um, it made me think quite, quite dramatically about, 
originally I didn't think it was. When I first listened to the album, I thought it was just going to be a collection of songs that are going to be black metal related. And then after listening to it two or three times, I realised there is a journey on this um, album. A journey. And I, I wish I'd mentioned this in the first half because then people would have got that before we got here. But anyway, should have done that. doesn't matter. It is a journey. And it starts off, as I said, with dark clouds. The storm clouds rolling in. We get treated to um, that straightaway crypto bounce, those um, uh, the trills, the, the, the vocal nightmares, the beautiful, beautiful drumming. Um, possibly one of my favourite drummers at the moment ever. Um, just so gifted, so clean, so heavy, so hard, so precise. And it, you know, no nothing, nothing filling, no frills. It is exactly what you need here. It's thunderous, it's constrained, it's dark, and it's rolling, just like the song is itself. Brilliant opening, brilliant opening to the album. Now, we we sort of move on to the second song of this album, uh, "Poisonous Apathy." Now, let's see what I wrote about this. One second. Um, I think this is a groove-field, hook-driven um, track. It feels groovy in a black metal kind of way. Um, it's got this um, its rather dirty um, uh, guitar. You know, it's not clean, it's muddy. And around about 2 minutes 50 in, um, it becomes quite dirty and tight, technical. Um, it has a hardness in the solo that really sears. It's quite dizzying. I've wrote there. Um, it has a sort of earthy, doomy, damp, sodden leaf, mould, forest floor feel. I mean, I don't know if that's coming across. Um, I, I mean, listen to it. Tell me what you think, right? Um, and it really does. It really does feel quite. Uh, traditionally black metal actually this one in a in a you know that's what i'm saying so it has its moments where it's very traditional but it has its moments where it's very progressive and it starts off progressive um quite dizzying quite technical and then it becomes quite doom laden and quite um cold and and morbid almost you know but lyrically one second sorry oops i can't really unfortunately um give you much information on the lyric because it sadly uh, where I'm getting my lyric from because I don't have the vinyl yet I'm using Spotify to get the lyrics in and um, that one doesn't have any lyrics on it but it what I got from it okay um, it feels like it's uh, a, a reflection on this person's or this character's um, uh, Ideas of modern life. I've, I think that's what I've written down there. Um, the frailty and the the stupidity of modern life. The poisonous apathy. How we are, um, you know, people are down, dark, sad. It's a modern. The modern world. Sadly, we are. It is. It's the disease of the twenty first century. I think um, mental illness. And it's. I think in lyrically, what they're saying here is that. Um, that no one seems to care and it's it's it, the the apathetic nature of it of people is so bad that it's poisonous and then that's what i'm getting from it like I, until i get the lyric which is a bit hard to get um at the moment i couldn't find it sorry about that guys um 
It might be out somewhere on the interwebs, but I couldn't find it. Uh, but again, let's just talk about musically, ignoring the lyric. But well, that's what I think. Don't want to ignore the lyric because that's what I think it's about. Um, but yeah, this sort of dirgy, um, damp, doomy kind of sound is <coughs> sorry is right up my street. It's the kind of thing that I love about black metal is that it's not always about tritones, coldness, and 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 you know shrieking. It is a sort of like. Um, basement dwelling darkness that sort of overwhelming heavy fudginess that you get with with the best kind of doom you often get it in the in the best kind of black black metal as well and this really sort of shows off their their you know their their um their their cleverness uh now okay we'll now move to the outsider uh, i said this stomps all over you with dread and solemnness the drums on this are as close to the best as I've heard in a very long time. Great tight texture definition, um, not loose, um, not too heavy, but aggressive. Um, there is a very dark thematic theme again. This is not going away, guys. I'm not going to change my opinion on this. Um, I've, the lyric for it is quite, quite clever, quite... Uh, out. It is, um, I don't know how to say this, but uh, let's read it to you and you tell me what you think it means, okay? Um, okay, let's go. Wandering in a place that doesn't feel like home, in a disconnection, carving my existence alone. A sickening society where my purpose won't belong, fabricated ideas crumbling in a spiral of doom. I am the outsider, I am the outsider. Being a bleeding heart in an unworld, being a bare soul in an invulnerable crowd. Being a blaze in a soil grown cold. That's just sit down and take that in. I mean, honestly, just take it in. I'm gonna read it again to you, okay? Wandering in a place that doesn't feel like home. Inner in, in sorry, inner disconnection, carving my existence alone. A sickening society where my purpose won't belong. Fabricated ideas crumbling in a spiral of doom. I am the outsider. You know, and again. God, I, I feel so connected to this particular lyric in this song because all of us, everyone that is listening to this podcast right now has at one time in their life felt like they were the outsider. Not one of us has sat there and gone, oh, I'm, I am so inclusive. I'm so, I feel so included in everything. At some time in our life, maybe not now, Maybe when we were younger and teenagers or, you know, whatever. And probably still now, people sit there and go, you know, I am. I have long hair. I wear black clothes. I like extreme music. I go down the road and there's all these people, you know, wearing like, you know, white T-shirts and blue jeans and look at me weird. I've all been, we've all been there, right? I was a punk for many years. I used to walk around with Mohicans and piercings and um, T-shirts with fuck off written on it and black leather jackets with all sorts of slogans and anti and chaos slogans on them and you know what yeah when I first stepped out of the house I'd felt very um very outsidery but also then at the same time very independent because I didn't rely on these people to feel inclusive I could include myself in my own culture it's like when I go into you know just jeans in Australia here and, and they've got Iron Maiden t-shirts for you know 
um, and uh, Metallic and, and Motorhead t-shirts with kids are going to have no idea who they are when they wear them. You know, uh, it is, it's just frustrating, but it is what it is. And that's what makes it a beautiful song. You know, um, telling me tales of unlovability, sharp sitting, sharp sting of rejection cuts through my skin, solitude, hollering, unworthy, unworthy. It's so dark. I mean, to sit down there and to write this lyric, this lyric alone, um, you can't write this sort of stuff and be doing it with force. You can't do it with force. This is not entertainment for this person writing this lyric, Fernando, she writes the lyrics. This is genuinely heart feeling of where she has been and where she might be going. This is not something that, you know, this write a trope. Let's do a song about dragons. Let's do a song about monsters. Not a trope. Um, this is genuine. She's really being genuine here. I am the imperfections you hide. I am the outsider. You know, I really, really dig this song. It's probably my favourite lyrically on the album. Uh, musically, it's also one of my favourites because, as I said before on the first side, musically it's roughly the same all the way through. They keep the same musical tone. It does change in pace and time signatures and, you know, um, mixes, but technically the same crypto sound follows you right through and that's what makes this a really fucking clever album right um i can't believe they could top echoes of the soul i really didn't think they could um and and they really have with this uh right they really really have and then we move on to um stronghold now stronghold is how would I say it? Stronghold, what I've written here. Opening with such a soaring um, guitar, a breathtaking, Fernanda's vocals are terrifying. They help drive the, the song and the vocal image along right through this track. It's one of the most defining songs on the album. The way the protagonist of this album is t- t- telling us that she is building a stronghold to hold back unwanted um, people because she feels a stranger, as we thought with Outsider. This is her protection. This is her, this is her, her castle to keep her um, uh, safe, right? Um, it's the most orchestrated. It has a beautiful orchestration in the middle. Um, Fernanda's bass um, moans and 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 beats behind it like a, a solid heart. Um, it's it's just got this cold, cutting, um, edificic. If that's a word, uh, 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 it reminds me of my castles when I was growing up in England with the edifices of the castles around you. Um, I'm going to give you the lyric for it, okay? If I can find a lyric, let's just go. Hang on, probably can't. Not all of them are on here, unfortunately. I did write them down. Let me just get that. Um, no, sadly, it's not. So, but this is what I get from the song. It feels when I listen to it that she's saying. Uh, and I, go, I could write the lyric down, but it goes past so quickly. I, and I scribble so quickly, so sorry about that. But um, it is, it's, it's about defending her her precious, uh, um, what's left of her, 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 her mind and her, her, and her um, destiny, stronghold, basically. It could be anything. It could be her being on stage as her stronghold. It could be her house, her family, her friends, her husband, her girlfriend or boyfriend whatever but it feels to me that she's made this mental 
stronghold to get away. You know, like how you do that sometimes you in the past, and I'm sure you, some of you have, or not all of you have at one time, if you daydream on a bus, like I do all the time, um, I'm on a ba- on the stage playing in a band, I'm usually Steve Harris, to be honest, or Gary Moore, usually, um, and I'm, you know, that the, no one can at- defend, no one can attack me, no one can, I am up there in that liminal, lit, li- space between real and, and and unreality and everyone is looking at me and I feel at one right it's not that I'm a show off I'm not but well, I do a show I talk I could talk underwater so I'm an extrovert but I'm not there are I do have deeply quiet and dark moments and there are times when you need to feel safe and I think this song does that for you it really really does okay so moving on from stronghold so we've we've had this you know we've had this moment where She's talking about the, the sadness coming and, and darkening the clouds. And she's talking about how people aren't um, aren't really caring and in poisonous apathy. And then you've got the outsider. She's telling you that she feels different to everyone. And here is how I protect myself in the stronghold. And then we get the other side of anger. Now, this is a really clever piece of writing here, guys. Um, whatever you think of this medium or this genre, this goes way above it i mean way above it in all facets in its musicality its change of time signatures its um beauty its starkness intelligence um it's this drum driven heart stopping piece of music and the lyric okay it's written like a letter it's like a, a that she's she's talking to herself or to her id to the thing that makes her angry basically but it's about the other side of anger the side of anger where you've had that moment you know when you snap and you get cranky and you shout at your better half your boyfriend your girlfriend your children your dad your mum whoever work colleagues but then there's instant where that that snaps and then you feel the remorse the other side of it um and this is what I get from this, okay? I'm gonna, it, now, I think it was released as a single. Uh, here we go. Dear Anger, have a seat. Serve yourself some tea. Kindly tell me what you're trying to show me. What's the path to setting you free? Before I was a hundred days of sorrow. Resentment trapped, stirring a soul. Ingratitude, injustice, invalidation. Indignation, birth from betrayal. I am the sadness within nowhere to go. I am the passion denied for so long. So I think that what she's saying again is that is the case. It's it she's trying to say what you know anger what are you doing? Why are you here? I, I want to be the other side. I want to look in and be finished through this. You know, I I've held it up. I've burst. The dam is open. Let me be free. Hurt is what lies in my roots, quite overwhelming, making me cruel. Underneath resolved pain, I'll be. See me, feel me, set me free before I was a hundred days of sorrow. I'm not sure what the hundred days of sorrow aspect is. Again, that could be her personal journey. But I feel this is what I'm trying to say with this song. It's really clever. It's really progressive. It's really modern. Uh, it's possibly one of the best songs I've, I've heard in... A very, very long time. And I know I keep saying that, people. I genuinely, genuinely, I thought you couldn't beat anything off the first album. But this is just crazy. Um, 
Behold the other side of anger. Listen to me, listen to me. I am the sadness, where nowhere to go. I am the passion denied for so long. You see the passion denied? I know nowhere to go, which means that she's had this anger inside her and she wants to be the, the happiness the other side, looking back at the reaction that she may have had. That's how I see it. Now, it could be wrong. As I said, this is all how I see these, this, this particular thing and where I was in the mindset when I wrote this down. Um, I think it's very deep and thoughtful. It's it has the consequences of anger, I've written. The regret... Uh, the, the also the feel not just that but also the feel where the anger is building and and you don't know how to express it because if you express it you're going to hurt someone and if you hurt someone you then see the other side of it right the other side of anger where the, you may feel better because you've let go and vented what you might want to say but at the same time directly afterwards the person that you've said it to is in a lot of anguish because they don't know what's happened or how to fix it um, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. If I could stop, if the album stopped at this track now, you'd go, well, walk away. What a fucking brilliant showstopper! But it doesn't. It goes on. It really, really goes on, and it moves on to, excuse me, rattle, crush, 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 crush. Um, limbo. Now you, we needed limbo, like you need sunshine after a rainy day. Let my soul, let my soul drift, drift away, as as someone once famously said. Um, you need that limbo. You need the quietness. This is one of that that interlude. It's a minute of just beautiful soul soul feeling guitar, some bass, a little bit of keys, a little bit you know, a little bit of drum maybe sitting in the back there. It's very quiet, and it, it lets you. It almost feels like the rush after an angry moment. That moment of elation in your soul where you've let go of the torment you've had. And it's like, woof, oh man, I've, you know, like how, I mean, I don't want to go into too many details, but I've had some moments where I've seen injustice, particularly to a younger women, to children, to people of race or colour, um, and I've lo lost it. I've got so angry at the perpetrator that once I've walked away, my heart's pounding, I know I've done the right thing, and there's that sort of sense of, ah, oh, and that's what that feels like. To me this in limbo and then we go to trial of a traitor ah now god this is an amazing second half to an album it just is blows my mind and what i've written here the lead character in this nightmare is he was fighting to suppress the anger sadness and self-loathing they feel by those by their um misuse right um it says punishing uh pushing the feelings uh, that count to one side um, that burn them, that hurt them um, it's a bit like the feeling you get like the Salem witch trials you know, like they've been they've been trialed and convicted because they just are midwives and doctors don't like the fact that women control childbirth that they can heal without using medication that they can talk to people and feel rather than just be medicated and the medicated masses, as I like to call them. It feels like that, this song here, Trial of the Traitors. It really does. Um, and I'm going to give you the lyric. Um, All rise, court is in session. Defendant, remember you're under oath. Circumstantial evidence show you should be charged for the later, latter flaws of being unstable, selfish and worthless, weak, isolated, angry and insane. Oh, God. If I could write that lyric, 
I would never work again. Objection, Your Honour. He says, I plead not guilty. How can you be one punished for struggling to survive? I'll leave you there. This is this is how progressive this wonderful piece of music is. Um, the, beyond the veil of judgment is where the truth of my agonizing existence lies. Burn her, burn, burn. No mercy for her sins. Convicted for suffering in the trial of traitors. So she's using the witch trial imagery to say that she's being judged that she's being there is no mercy for her in the way that she feels and the way that she is in life um, using a stepping stone a soul already broken labeled by imperfections denied a helping hand i just sin differently is this a fair punishment it just gives you goosebumps people i mean on, if you've got this far and you're still listening to my show and i know that not everyone goes all the way through to the end but if you're listening to it and you've got this far truly honest right this has been my most enjoyable show to to write to um to just to, to think about it's just been wonderful really fantastic the music again I, what can i say um i've written the music here i just wrote three words isolated and angry uh insane um it's doom riffage it's 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 uh different textures it has this sort of cold hellish bleakness to it sad thoughtful um and when the end comes you find out that it's just i don't know it just it just it just it come boils to a crescendo um that's just i don't know i don't know how to describe it i really can't I read another lyric here. I am the darkness denied in themselves, a shattered mirror that reflects their shattered selves, the ghost of weakness invisible to their eyes, rejection my sorrows, they burn me alive. Now, I don't think they're burning this person technically alive. I think they're burning her with their thoughts and their rejections, the apathy, the shadow, the darkness. This album is not light. It's not giving you lift. You will come away and may need to watch The Brady Bunch. You may need to look at pictures of puppies. You may need to go and eat a huge one litre or one quart tub of ice cream. You may need to do it. You may need to go and kiss your loved ones and give them a hug because this album will drain you. But it is such an emotional ride that most people don't go on. In it's it's truly, truly fantastic. Um, sorry, my computer has decided to lock me out again. Tap, tap, you tap. Oh, God, hang on. Ruse my train of thought. Listen to this. This is what you call high-precision high audio commentary. Me typing in a password nine million times. Um, of course, you can tell my age because I can't fucking remember the password. Right, so... Let me just go to my next page. Ugh. That's that one. And just when you think, right, maybe I can take a breath. Maybe I can. No, we move on to Lullaby for the Forsaken. Okay. Um, it opens up. This is this is reminds me a lot of the uh, King diamond kind of feel, as I mentioned earlier. Opens up with a love, someone humming, like a gentle humming. Just a slight, gives me sort of goosebumps. It sort of like, almost feels like that one of those sort of, 
horror movie kind of openings. Now, I have been to, and on many um, paranormal investigations in my time, and I still do it. Um, it's part of my, I, I, not just the word enjoyment, but it's something that I get a lot out of. Um, and I've heard people hum. I've heard humming that coming from nowhere that doesn't have a body attached to it. Um, and it does give you the creeps, to be honest with you. And this one hums, and then it says in a long term, hush now. And then jump straight into a very crypto style, bouncy, dramatic, trill-driven um, drum and bass sound. Fluid, vis- with such viscosity, the rise and fall of your chest. It feels like that you're you're basically lying in bed having a bit of a panic attack. There's a rise and fall of your chest after you've just you know something just made you jump and scare, made you sit up. I had uh, an experience about three months or four months ago where I had a. Um, this is not, you know, whether this is relevant to you, I don't know, but I think there's a thing in the paranormal world called shadow men. Now, they usually appear in your dreams. And I had an experience where three or four of them were coming up my stairs and walking into my bedroom. And I vividly saw them in my dream. And it could have been um, anything, could have been just a, just a nightmare, a dream. But they were so real. And I woke up with such um, a panting stress that I screamed out loud. Paul woke my wife, Paul woke my poor wife up. Um, and that's that feel I get with this, this sort of tension in the chest. All right. Um, I'm going to go to the lyric. Uh, it It is really quite uh, astounding. So we've had Trial of Traitors, okay? Uh, and then we, where the, the, the protagonist is basically feeling like they're being judged, all right? And then we have Lullaby for the Forsaken. Not a single soul can see the sorrow behind my smile, the reason behind my silence. Not a single soul can see the depth of my pain, the depth of my torment. Hush now. One-sided assumptions. Hush now. Invisible, I wander around. Hush now. Tread a path of loneliness. Hush now. To come home to myself, drifting down in the pit. I sing myself the lullaby of the forsaken. So basically, again, she's saying that no one knows her. No one can see her. And she just sings her little song to herself, knowing that um, I tread alone. There's a very loneliness to this song. And using a lullaby um, as a imagery is also quite quite unnerving. Um, I find it an unnerving song, I have to tell you. Questioning my sanity, I sing myself the lullaby of the forsaken. Understanding denied, the loyalty I need lies only within me. So again, feeling very trapped, very sorrowful, very solo, very um, introverted. I just love the hush now in the lyric, the the punctuation, uh, uh, Fernanda's punctuation in this. It's such a powerful piece of music. I sing myself the lullaby for the forsaken. They can hear me, but they can't read me. Again, how's that a good lyric? Think about that. She's a front woman singing this song. So, you know, open to the the world to thousands of people, to millions of people, and people can see her, but they can't read her. Are they, do they really know her? I give myself the compassion I seek. Neglected, I'll soothe myself to sleep. And there's the lullaby. She needs to make herself happy in her own space. We all do, don't we? You know, we come home, we've had a bad day, had an argument maybe, life isn't feeling great, someone's not well, you're stressed, I am with my father. I sit down and I put my music on, and even the darkest, blackest music, the heaviest, 
Her music soothed my soul. It's the same with anything, really. You know, you'll find something that soothes you. And Lullaby to the Forsaken, weirdly, but it scares me. I have to tell you, I find it quite a scary song. I find it quite... Um, I don't like think I could play it in the dark on my own. Um, you know, I like to do that, sit down with the headphones on and go and explore the audio noise cancelling in the dark. This one, I think my, I would do it, but it may give me... The miss, and you might say, Tony, but you go exploring haunted places. Yeah, I do, um, but I know what I'm looking at there. It's sort of weirdly normal, but this stuff, when it's in your head um, and visually, you know, laser etching on your on your mind when the music's playing, it's much more dark. Um, anyway, I'm getting very dark, aren't I? Sorry, guys. Let me. I'll give you time for a second to pause and go and look at some puppies. Let's do that right now. Let's pause for a second. Ah, oh, puppies. Um, or kittens, whatever you want. Babies in cots. Let's go. Um, we then move on to... Uh, I'll make sure I get the right thing. The next of my notes to tend to be Agents of Chaos. Well, 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 I've written in big, big letters. Well, well, well. We don't stray too far from the lyric direction of the album here. Um, full of introspection... She now looks at the inner depths of herself. It, you know, at the, where the, I ha, so I've written here has um, looking at the, the the harming of her own soul. I've written here. Uh, it's strange. I, I'm going to say strange here for you to understand what I mean by strange. Okay. Um, scattering the seeds of destruction, sowing chaos, reaping control, instinctively destructive echoes of the inner turmoil, malevolent behavior mirroring their limitations, trapped inside frustration, victim of their own condition. I despise your deeds, I ignore your abuse, I honor your wounds. But to my boundaries you'll bow, to feeding the anguish, agents of chaos. Wow. I think what that's saying is that It's just about, I don't know, I, this one this one flummoxed me slightly, okay? Scattering the seeds of destruction, disruption, sorry, sowing chaos, reaping control. What it means is I think that, that she's saying that she wants, there are the people in this world that, that take what she's feeling and use it against people. They are agents of chaos. This is by no means a song about um, about uh, about punky kind of anti-establishment stuff. And you try saying that lots long into a podcast, so you've been talking for an hour. I think it means to me that she's the trapped trapped behind you know because of these people that want to take her pain grow it and expand it elsewhere and everywhere within the boundaries of their own lives i don't think she's saying that um it says thriving in mayhem see so they they're not listening to her we're not listening to her they whoever it is is just just feeding like and like some kind of succubus and then spitting it out because it says here in my triumph you will starve drowning your drowning your chaos scavenging madness, disguised cowardness, through chaos they cross the lines, you see. So it's saying that when she wins, they starve. If she starts feeling good and strong about herself, 
these agents of chaos, they no longer exist. Mask their failure by shattering lives. I celebrate I'm not in your skin. I avenge by pitying your misery. So she then steps above them, right? She's going, I'm above you. I don't need to worry about you, your way you need to feed off this darkness because the darkness will eventually go. There's always a dawn and I will be happy and you will be sad and there will be a separation. I ignore your abuse. I honor your wounds, but to my boundaries, you'll bow. See, just... Anyway, beautiful. And I love the way it ends on it. ends, in my triumph, you will starve. Just, just brilliant. Like, you know. Now, what have I written about this musically? Let me just see. Because what I did was basically do the lyrical thought and then I did the music afterwards. Um, I, I've written here that in two minutes 41 into the song, it becomes a soul-crushing engine room of black metal. It's it's strong-willed, and it's powerful and angry, um, and it's just, yeah. Gosh, I, I, you know, I mean, you've just listened to the last probably thirty minutes of me saying the same thing, but it, it really is a clever. So, you know, we've gone on this journey. She's left the house. It's dark clouds following her. No one's listening to her. She feels distant and um, unnoticed. She feel then she then she. Want, feels angry at that but wants to feel the other side of that anger doesn't want to feel the anger anymore then she feels that no one's watching her and then there is this chaos and agents that want to feed on your, her misery and just exploit that misery and then we've get, we come into a, what I can only say is probably one of the lighter parts of the album and that's Lift the Blindfold um, it is very existential this particular <laughs> song it has about mental and emotions here um it feels like the darkness is lifting she's got back off her journey life seems to feel a little bit better she's looking through the darkness into what possibly could be um a better time for her as a character or they as a character i should say and Here's the lyric. Ripping off the blindfolds of shame, emerging from darkness, reality bl blinds me, disturbingly watching my past, how I was misused while being weak. Enough. How much I failed myself, how much I questioned myself, how I shall stand for myself, lift the blind loaf, lift the blindfold, sacred circles of shelter now surround me. So this seems to me that she says that right, yes. Very much if you... If you like The Who, and have ever watched or listened to Tommy, how at the end, you know, he's no longer blind. He sees the world for what it is. It's a very much the same allegory as this. Um, she's been through this tor torturous journey, and she lifts the blindfold, and now she's seeing the daylight and the world around her, and she feels like there is a future. And then she questions herself, how much I failed myself when doing that journey, how much I questioned myself. Now I shall stand for myself, lift the blindfold, lift the blindfold, won't bend my boundaries to their disrespect, won't bend my, my standards for what they expect. No more values compromised, no more rules to comply, no more ma manipulation, lift the blindfold. No more limits to dis disobeyed, no more nature tamed, no more manipulation, lift the blindfold. Brilliant so wonderful to come to this journey to end um, with this musical nightmare basically that you get with this album it's black metal at it's very 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 best it's the highest of standards 
It is, um, I want it, I'd love to see them live and play the whole thing all the way through. I think it needs and demands you to listen to the whole thing. Um, yes, you can take snippets off. There are singles off this album. Of course there are. It is that we still live in that song by song, one at a time world, right? But still, take this album as a in its whole. Um, don't take my word for it. You might listen to it lyrically and feel differently. I would really highly recommend that you do listen to the lyrics while you're listening to the music and do it in any way you like. I mean, as I said, do it in the darkened room, do it where you want. Um, I just think this is a modern masterpiece. Really, really, really is. All right. And then we come to Lord of Ruin. This is a revelation, the moment that the writer has come to terms with her own issues. So she's lifted the veil. She knows now that she's had the moments, but she's come to terms with herself. The long-forgotten warrior within me built strength out of storms and despair. Agony made my skin thicker. Challenges made me clever. Down in the pit of defeat, couldn't witness the dawn upon me. In the depths of desolation, entanglement surface, uh, sorry, intangible surface out of reach. The darkness is my foundation. The unknown is my domain. Still amidst chaos, I shall remain. So even though she has lifted out of that darkness, she still lives in that domain. She still knows that that's where she is. Lords of Ruin, time to rebuild my shattered self, to honour my path, raise a new realm. So positive after such of the darkness that she was in. Underneath my wounded past I rise, mastering inevitable ends, embracing life's inconsistencies, taming the demons that haunted me, ruling the shadows of rain, the darkness is my foundation, the unknown is my domain, still amidst chaos I shall remain. So she's never going to quite get out of it. She's not suddenly had this saintly lift and become something she's not but she knows that she's conquering it. Um, now, musically... Okay. It's just... I don't know what to say, truly. Um, it's beautiful. It, it is terrifying and angry, but beautiful at the same time. The bass part in this is tremendous. Both guitars are interlocked in a, in a battle that just says... It says it reaches and crescendos like it does in all of the songs in this album. It it, it has that quick to bounce, that trill, that, that deafening evilness, but that soulful sadness in it. And then we come after this mind fuck of an album comes to an end. Um, we get closure. Now, closure... Um, is just a 30 minute second 40 second piece of music that brings you down it's like the come down right it's like the the afterglow of that sexual encounter it's like the the cigarette after the first cigarette of the morning and the last, the first drink of a night it's that relaxation moment where the body just stops and you have to then say bye to this glorious 50-minute album that just takes you on a journey that cannot be surpassed at the moment. I genuinely mean it. Um, I hope you've listened all the way through to this. I know it's a long one. I hope you haven't said, God, Tony, you've blathered on about this, you know. But it really is it's a remarkable album. It's the most progressive black album, metal album I've ever heard. I think, Fernando, if you're listening to this and the and other, all the rest of you, what a fantastic album. 
I couldn't put it into words when I wrote the review quite what I felt about this album, but I thought in here in was my my medium um you could enjoy it uh again as soon as I've pressed stop on this, grab it, listen to it, find time to listen to it. don't listen to it walking drive in listen to it quietly somewhere where you can give it time because it will feel differently listening to it there than it I've walked around listening to it and it feels a different beast than when I'm sitting lonely with it so anyway I've rabbit on for far too long over an hour um so enjoy this please do come and see me on the YouTubes um and just like my channel so that I can get some more likes uh please do leave a review tell me what you thought of the album I'd love to know and when I get my physical copy I will send up some photographs um I will try and remember to link my written review in the notes below anyway if I remember. Bye for now, guys. I'm going to go and look at some puppies and some kittens and pictures of rainbows. Who knows? Something that will cheer me up because it was really dark, but in a wonderfully soul-searching and opening, eye-opening way. Bye for now, guys. See you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.